the college football experience conference championship database top 25 college football rankings episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk free bet, bet up to $500 uh, over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. It's a risk free bet up to $500, people. What are you doing? Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Crowe from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. Championship edition, database top twenty-five edition. Oh, look! In a world full of all this bullshit, you see it everywhere. You know, uh, trying to find a way to put in four teams. Well, first off, from the start, it's just as stupid as can be. All right, uh, but we're gonna try our best to do what we think is the most honest version of the system, 25 teams, top 25, sorry. Number 26, Miami, Ohio, red Hawks. You're not getting in, but I think it's honest. Uh, we should put this in the Patreon at some point uh, to uh, just so you know, folks, uh, I've been number crunching here as I do each and every week about what I think the top 25 teams in the country should be as of uh, right now, essentially. So this is that episode. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swigger, database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Shout out to the chat. You can watch this youtube.com slash the college experience. Shout out to 3802. We do owe Tim Beck an apology. What a great first year. Now, is that Jamie Chadwell or can he maintain it long term? We will see, but certainly eating shit on the first year. I I'm just gonna, you know, I was impressed this year. Much like Sonny Dykes last year. But I worry long term. Is that the guy? Is that the guy? We'll see. Uh, this is the the database top twenty five edition though, where we rank the top twenty five teams and try to give you no bullshit. If you've followed us throughout the years, even this year, you know I hate the Texas Longhorns. I always, I, for a long part of the year, they were number one. Uh, I've talked shit about other teams and I've still had them number one. So I think I uh, 
I give it to you as honestly as I think it should be, you know? So uh, let's jump into it. Cause we do have our preview and picks episode later tonight. Patty C NC, Nick, myself, Colin, all these games. And uh, yeah, excited for the, the week upon us. Um, so at number 25, who I think should be number 25 is the NC state Wolfpack. Whoa. I just released a rant on me hating this program, but I think right now, uh, based on resume, NC state is worthy. They're nine and three. I don't know how they're nine and three. Look, we, we loaded up the over on NC state this year. Uh, and that thing smashed, but um, I, well, the over under was at six and a half. They're at nine right now. And if you look, if you just dive into like their schedule, they have that close call with Louisville. You'll wonder what would happen if they had just were able to win that football game where I feel like they, they were kind of played the better game, but Louisville got the dub or at least 50, 50. I feel like um, you wonder what if, what if, uh, if Dave Dorn and company would have got it going and obviously beaten Carolina by 10 a week ago. I think what speaks to me about this resume, they're nine and three. They had the Notre Dame loss, which by the way, was in a, uh, in a monsoon where they took like a five hour break. I feel like uh, then the Duke loss, which was really bad. Cause those Duke's backup quarterback uh, and the, and, and the Louisville loss, but they're, they're very worthy. I think them uh, you look at, their wins. Now, how many bowl eligible wins do they have or teams that are, you know, 500 or better? They don't have a ton. It's Virginia Tech, Carolina, Miami, Clemson, Duke, or in uh, Marshall, I'm sorry, five. So, I mean, it, it's worthy of it. I compared it to a couple others that were right there at that, at that mark. I think NC State has the best resume of all of them at number 25. Shout out to the chat though. I see us rolling around or rolling along. I should say <laughs> um, at number 24, I got the Oklahoma state Cowboys. Now it's interesting. You could compare the resumes and it's, it's, you actually could make a case that NC state deserves to be higher. The only thing is I think if you look at uh, NC state's resume compared to compared to the likes of uh, Oklahoma state's Oklahoma state's wins are much better than, than, uh, than NC states, but Oklahoma state's losses are much worse than NC state. So I would have no problem changing these ones out. But I do think the big 12, you look, especially what Oklahoma state got, uh, they, they have three losses, a blowout loss by 42 to UCF. But they're at least a bold team, right? Uh, all three of their losses to teams that will be bowling. However, their wins Kansas State, nice. Kansas, nice. West Virginia, nice. Oklahoma is probably the best one of them all. I could see this one going back and forth. Uh, I think it's a fair argument, but I do think uh, their best win. What is NC State's best win? You probably have to say North Carolina or Miami or Clemson. Who do you think the best one is? There? I guess you'd probably say Clemson, actually, the more I think about it. Uh, I personally think the Oklahoma wins better than Clemson's win. I also think the Kansas State win is probably better than Miami or 
and the Kansas win. So that is the difference for me putting Oklahoma State there at number 24. Uh before we get to number 23, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Uh, and Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space, people. Uh, their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Uh, my favorite play uh, of the day for tonight's action. Let me jump over and give you the current line here on this. Uh, I am a big fan of this bet tonight. Taking uh, New Mexico minus seven against La Tech at the pit. Let's go. Get in. Uh, so sign up using our link to get a risk-free bet up to $500. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash bet rivers at sports gambling podcast.com slash bet rivers. All right. We're back on the database top 25 and coming in at number 23 is the SMU Mustangs. Look, I don't want to rank this team to me. When you look at resume and you do the number crunching, you're like, okay, like I have, I have a spreadsheet where I just throw all this shit in here. And I'm like, they're Oh, and two against power fives. They played an FCS, which I give them a red flag. If you play an FCS and they're just two and one against team six and six and better. Yeah. They've uh, now the, the good thing is they did go, they did play six road games, which is more than most, but four and two in those road games, they're 10 and two. You got to respect that. It's not their fault. Their schedule is complete ass. But I think you could move SMU behind Oklahoma State and NC State. I'd be okay with that. I do think they're deserving of a top 25 ranking, though, right now. And I put it at number 23 because they don't have that embarrassing loss to me. Oklahoma State has that embarrassing loss, NC State has that embarrassing loss. So uh, I think SMU should be number 23. And number 22. Trojan man, the Troy Trojans. Uh, this is one where the resume comparing it to SMU. How about this road wins? Troy five and one SMU four and two uh, SMU played two P fives, lost both of them. Troy played one did lose that game. They both played an FCS, but how about this SMU two and one against teams six and six or better. How about Troy six and two against teams that are Six hundred, uh, you know, six wins or better, essentially five hundred or better. So, I think that's the real reason why the Troy Trojans are where they are, and I think that makes a lot of sense. So, there's that. At number twenty-one, I got the Arizona Wildcats and Noah Fafita. Dog. All right. Um, the logic here is like, man, you wonder what a large football playoff would do. Uh, Arizona's red hot. That you what they're the three losses they just dropped almost sixty points against Arizona State and Arizona State's you know having a down year but I don't give a shit you look at at what they had here Fafita you know it, two of their loss two of their three losses are in overtimes forty three forty one at USC in Fafita's first ever start right uh the wa or road start yeah and then the Washington game seven point loss. And then week two, they were starting Jaden Delora and they lost at Mississippi state, which is a bad loss on this resume. That's probably what's hurt, hurting them the most. You look at the wins, especially against teams with winning records, beating Utah, beating UCLA, beating Oregon state. 
uh, all recently too. Um, and the way some of those outcomes, you know, turned out, I think they're deserving of this spot and hell you can make a case. I know Georgia's on that 29 game win streak. I know Florida state's won a ton in a row. Damn. Arizona's turning it on though. They're really hot right now. So uh, that's my logic there at the Wildcats being number 21 and I'll play their At number 20, I got the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly and his family. Uh, look, the main logic here was, you know, I know they had that common opponent with Arizona where they, they, they both uh, played Mississippi state. I also believe LSU's uh, been more consistent all year. Early in the year, Arizona was a little bit iffy all year. LSU has been a pretty damn good team. You got the three losses. Uh, the bad thing is, is Arizona, and this is why you could, you could milk that Arizona argument. Arizona's losses all by one score, right? LSU's ass, you know, their losses, they got their ass kicked 21 point loss against Florida state, right? Uh, well, I guess six point loss at Ole Miss, but the other one was what? 14 point loss at Bama. And even with that, I felt like they dressed it up a little bit. Um, that that would be the one big difference there. And you do look and if you're comparing and you say what are the wins LSU has against winning teams? The Missouri win means a lot even though they probably I don't know how they won this game. Uh they only have wins against Missouri, Texas A&M and Georgia State that are teams with winning records. Now Army if they beat Navy will be 6 to 6, that could be a fourth. The resume is not outstanding. But I put them in Arizona in the same bin. They should be actually they should be playing Arizona in a bowl game if it was up to me. Um, either way, that's what I think, and uh, I think I think that is a honest uh, and a good ranking for the LSU Tigers. At number nineteen, I have the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Wait a second. Wait a second. How could you have Notre Dame there? Notre Dame's resume is actually somewhat impressive. Uh Obviously they have the close loss, but I don't even give a shit about that. I'm looking at the NC state win by 21 points. That's a nine and three team, right? They also beat the piss out of USC. I know USC was down this year. The Duke win is decent. Uh, Those are the ones that are really standing out on, on, on the resume. I think if you put them side by side with uh, LSU's, I think Notre Dame's resume is better. I think uh, Notre Dame in the losses they've lost, Three point loss to Ohio State. We all know what happened. They didn't have ten guys on the field, right? Or they they had ten guys on the field, back to back plays. Thirteen point loss at Louisville. Eight point loss at Clemson. They were in pretty much all those games except the Louisville one. I feel like Louisville just dominated that one, start to finish. I think that speaks a little bit more to uh, to to the Irish than it does LSU, and that's why Notre Dame should be, I think, the top ranked three loss team. So there's that. And look. You know I don't have anything interesting in this. You know I don't like Notre Dame, all right? And I'm giving them that that respect cuz the schedule was 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 a bit wild. So and I know Michael's asking where does ECU rank? They're in the bottom 25, which this is I should start doing very soon. Um so yeah, that that's the 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 top 25 we're 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 loaded up here. We're 19 We're at 19 here. We're going to 18 and jumping over to number 18 is the Oklahoma Sooners. What? How could you? They're ten and two. 
How could you put Oklahoma that far back? Well, really, when you dive into the numbers, they're kind of garbage at the 10 and 2, right? I have every two loss team measured here, and they have the worst record on the road, three and two. Them and Ole Miss have the two worst records on the road. They also have played the, you know, uh, the least amount of power fives there. It, it, well, Ole Miss has played the same, but they didn't play a power five in the non-con, right? Compared to some of the other ones here. So uh, their record is seven and two against power five teams, which, you know, is a good record, but considering other two lost teams, not very good. Uh, they did not play an FCS, which I kind of reward them there. And they are uh, six. Their best thing they have going for them is they're six and two against teams, six and six and above. So they've gotten it done there, uh, which, which, you know, if you're going to argue that they should be higher than Ole Miss, that's your angle. They're six and two against teams, six and six and better. Ole Miss is four and two, right? But I would argue Ole Miss, uh, you know, we'll get into this here, but uh, Ole Miss strength of schedule, I think is a little bit better than, uh, than they played more power fives. So there is that too. Uh, but also that two lane game Ole Miss played as opposed to, uh, you know, because they played Georgia tech and Tulane in the non-con comparing that to the likes of what Arkansas state and SMU not comparable. Ole Miss has a, has a little bit better there, a little tougher. So I have the Oklahoma Sooners at number 18 um, at number 17. I got the Toledo rockets. They're two points away from a perfect season. They, they lost the first week of the season to Illinois and they were up 95% of that game. I watched that entire game. It was a good game. And it's gotta be heartbreaking that they gave up. I think they had Illinois at like a fourth and eight, fourth and 10 in Illinois who was, has hadn't completed much all, all day hit like a, I want to say it was like a wheel route or, or something for like 25 yards. It was all the difference in the game. They end up losing. They should have won that game and they'd be undefeated here. And uh, if you, if you dive into the numbers with Toledo, they're five and one on the road, six, they played six road games. They did lose their only P five uh, matchup. They did play an FCS, but get this. They're five and zero oh against team six and six and better. That is impressive, including that San Jose state win. So I think they're worthy of that ranking at number 17 at number 16. I got the Missouri tigers. Wait a second. They're in the 12 team invitational. How can you have them though? So far back. Um, it's really just look, looking into it. Uh, they're th- they've only played four road games that should matter because I think that's how you learn. If you're a good team, they're three and one on the road. That is the least amount of road games uh, for any two loss team in the country, them and Penn state, right? Uh, they're seven and two against P fives. And the reason why I give Penn state a nod ahead of them is Penn state's eight and two against power five opponents. They both played FCS teams and both played FCS playoff teams at that. Uh, they're four and two against teams six and six and better. Meanwhile, Penn state's five and two against teams six and six and better. Uh, so that is why moving forward, I'm going to have Penn state ranked higher than Missouri, but I think Missouri, this is the thing you can argue here Tulane or Missouri. I think it's a good argument and I would be okay with them with them, you know, reversed, but Tulane a only has one loss. Missouri's got two. Well, Missouri plays in the sec fair, fair, fair. 
but Tulane is five and zero on the road. Missouri's three and one. Tulane uh, also lost their only game to Ole Miss. It was actually a, a lot closer game than the final score indicates, and they did it without their starting quarterback. Um, but I'm trying to be honest to the system. I think the thing that really is impressive, though, is the fact that Tulane is four and one against teams five hundred or better. It's a better record than Missouri. I'd be okay with them switching them out because I do believe Missouri's, uh, you know, the SEC is tougher than the AAC, obviously. But I'm giving them that one game there, so I think it's I think it's a fair argument. But at the end of the day, the better record against the teams record-wise, I think should speak to something. At number 14, I got the Iowa Hawkeyes. How could you do it? Their offense is so bad. Who cares? No one talks about the 2000 Ravens offense or the 85 bears offense. All right. You win the football games. They should be 11 and one that bullshit. Cooper Dijon punt return where they said it was a fair catch, which was ridiculous. They should be 11 and one. They should be even higher. Uh, but when you dive into Iowa's numbers too, they're one of the most impressive. Um, as far as two lost teams, a they're four and one on the road. Compare that to Ole Miss, three and two on the road. Missouri, three and one on the road. Uh, Penn State, three and one on the road. They're four and one. Oklahoma, three and two on the road. They also are eight and two against teams from the Power Five. They've played ten Power Five opponents, eight and two. Missouri's only, I'm sorry, Missouri seven and two. Ole Miss seven and two. Oklahoma seven and two. So that fucking means something. They also did not play an FCS, which I think we should reward because you took one more risky game than other teams did. So they get bonus points there and get this. They're five and two against teams, six and six or better. Ole Miss four and two Missouri four and two. All right. So Penn state is five and two and they beat Iowa head to head, which I will honor here in a second. But I do think Iowa at number 14. And I think this would be the argument, Iowa or Ole Miss. Ole Miss is at number 13, right? And I think this is an interesting argument because you, like I said, I was got a better road record than Ole Miss. They've played one more power five than Ole Miss, right? Uh, they have a better record against teams with a, you know, six and six or above than Ole Miss. However, I buy into the fact the SEC West is better than the Big Ten West. And Ole Miss having to play Alabama, LSU, Texas AM, that matters. And that was the difference for me. If they're neck and neck, I would have no problem if they were reversed because I think that's fair. Uh at number 12, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. And I was arguing on behalf of them. I'm not even I'm not a Penn State fan by any means. So here's the thing. Their road wins are only three and one. However, they did play 10 power fives, eight and two against those power fives. Uh, one and one, uh, I'm sorry. They did play one FCS game and they're five and two against, uh, you know, uh, six and six teams are better, which is almost the best record on this entire slate for two lost teams. There's only one team with a, with a better one. Um, or I'm sorry, two teams, with the better one. Uh, so Penn state, in my opinion is deserving of this spot. They also beat Iowa 31, nothing. We have proof of that. Those games should mean something. That is why I think Penn state should be the number 12 team in all the land 
at number 11. And really you got to wonder what if I I'm on, it's unfortunate that they didn't beat Kentucky because I think this would have been a perfect resume to, you know, argue essentially Uh, the Louisville Cardinals. They have an unbelievable uh, thing here when I'm comparing all this shit. So Louisville is four and one on the road. So they've played five road games. They have a better road record than Ole Miss, Missouri, Penn State, uh, all of them, Oklahoma. Now, get this they played 11 power fives. They are nine and two against power fives. That is by far the best record against power fives of any two loss team in the country. Um, they also did play at FCS. Okay, let's hurt them for that. But get this they're seven and one against teams six and six or better. And had they beat Kentucky last week, they would be eight and oh against teams that were bowl eligible or better, you know, like six and six or better. That's unbelievable. That seven and one record is way better than anything on this fucking slate. That is why they belong at number 11 to me. And you can only wonder what if had they beaten Kentucky, Um, we're going to get to the top 10 in a second here, but I want to tell folks out there that the college football experience database top 25 edition is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. They got NFL. They got NBA. They got NHL. They got college basketball and they got college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite fantasy player stats and cash in. Uh, so, I mean, look, this thing is awesome. I cannot rep this, this, this product enough because let's just pull it up right now. Let's pull it up right now. And, and they just have these cool props that you just would not find anywhere else in my opinion. So uh, let's take a look, see if they got the college football action flow and they do Diego pissing Pavia higher, lower on a half rushing touchdowns. I personally think higher uh, that is in the conference USA championship game, New Mexico state at Liberty. Now you got to pick two. You got to pick a, a, a somebody from another team. That's the minimum you can do, but they have all these games loaded up for all championship week here. Let's look at Liberty's Caden Salter, higher, lower one and a half passing touchdowns, higher, lower 47 and a half rushing touchdowns. I think that's one that is p- appealing to me. Uh, or maybe you don't want to touch that game. Maybe you want to jump down to Vegas, Oregon, Washington, Bo Nix, higher or lower than 322 passing yards. Hmm. I kind of lean higher there. Bucky Irving, Ducks running back, higher, lower, 91 and a half rushing yards. I kind of like that play too. Uh, and Bo, yeah, I mean, Bo Nix over or higher or lower. I'm sorry. Then 11 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to load up on that. I'm going with both quarterbacks, Pavia, Bo Nix. Let's throw 30 bucks on that for a payout of 1250. Let's fucking go. I just loaded it up. Folks, what are you doing? You got to get over to underdog fantasy. Cause I think it's, I honestly think their product is better than better than everything out there. Pretty much. Uh, so when you sign up with the promo code TCE SGPN, uh, you will double your first deposit bonus up to a uh, hundred dollars. Essentially. Uh, once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code TCE SGPN and get this. If you do that, we're going to send you a sweatshirt. You know, we're, we're going to enter you in a David Stern, like raffle where you're going to win a sweatshirt. Just 
Make sure you take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We'll show you all the stuff from there. Um, all right, at number ten, I got the flaming libs. Look, Liberty. The resume is not amazing, but they're they are undefeated. And I mean, let's just look at this for a second. They have five road wins, which is actually four undefeated teams. That is the most road wins. Georgia has the least, right? They don't have any power five wins, which, you know, obviously hurts their resume, but it is unfair because they, they didn't necessarily have, uh, you know, Jamie Chadwell has made this known that people didn't want to schedule them. Uh, they did not play an FCS though. And I reward that they're also five and zero against team six and six or better. I think that's worthy of the number 10 spot. I would have no problem if you thought Louisville playing 11 power fives is better than that. I think it's right neck and neck. They deserve to be a top 15 team. I can tell you that. Uh, but this is one of the harder ones to grade until you have auto bids. You know, it is one of the harder ones to grade, but we got to reward teams. Uh, it's not their fault. It's like Boise. I remember, you know, meeting some of the people at mountain West media day and you know, Boise's athletic director and stuff. They, they can't get anyone to schedule him. If you can't do that, we need a system that works. Then we got to reward undefeated seasons until we have a system that works. And the, the flame and libs, I think we are rewarding with the 10th spot in all the land at number nine. I got the Ohio state Buckeyes. How could they drop that far back? They only lost one game Dundee. Well, so did all the other teams. I, I, every team that's left is either undefeated or has a one, has one loss, but you dive into the, the stats here, Ohio state's five and one on the road, which is impressive. I know they had the, the, the fortunate Notre Dame thing, but Hey, we're just looking at the, the result. Uh, they are nine and one against power five teams. They did play an FCS though. And they are six and one against teams, six and six or better. However, they never had the lead against Michigan. Not at any instance in that game. Did they have the lead? So compare that with what we have next. And uh, we should have a, a fun little argument uh, at number eight. I have the Oregon ducks. So what's the logic here? Why would I have Oregon ranked higher than Ohio state? Let's compare first off Ohio state is five and one on the road. Oregon is four and one. That's one for the Buckeyes. They're both nine and one against competition uh, P five power five competition. Uh, however, and they both played FCSs. Uh, however, though, I do believe that Oregon has the PAC 12, the, the schedule that they had, I think is better than Ohio States taking that into account. They, they played more, you know, tougher opponents, I believe also in that Washington game, Oregon was, was leading, you know, all the way into like the final couple seconds of that game, right? Their final minute of that game. I feel like. That's enough for me. You mix the Ohio State thing, and this this is where it kind of gets a little human. As you're looking at, like, well, Ohio State was in that Michigan game; they could have won the game. I think it's neck and neck. I would have no problem if they were flipped. Where I would have a problem, and I would encourage anyone to dive into it, is I got at number seven. I have James Madison, and I think everyone would laugh at that. How the fuck could you have James Madison? No you need to reward what the fuck JMU has done. First off, they have the most road wins in America, six and zero on the road. 
no one, uh, no one has played that. No one's got that. Um, they also uh, are undefeated against P fives. They also are eight and one against teams six and six and better, including an overtime loss to app state. Who's a good team. Uh, JMU should be top 10. Maybe you think Oregon's better than JMU. Maybe you think uh, Ohio state is, I don't know to me. Like when you're looking at Oregon playing, you know, two less road games, theoretically, if I was taking, if they were playing, I would take Oregon. Sure. But we're just looking at it. I think this is a much more honest system because there's no perfect system until you have auto bids for every, every conference. But I think JMU needs to be in the top eight. I'll put it like that. They need to be in the top eight uh, or nine. I would say top nine. Uh, Cause half of half of Ohio state's wins. Cause if you're going to, if you're going to not reward JMU's wins against, if you're saying, well, you know, we can't honor that Utah state win. Well, wait a second. You're, you're honoring it for Iowa, right? Why can't you do that? Well, they beat Troy. Can't honor that one. Like a P five win. Well, no, we're giving we're giving Ohio state credit for beating Western Kentucky. Troy beat Western Kentucky. You know, like I don't, I think they're like, once you get past Penn state, Ohio state, Michigan, and, and, and throw Iowa in there, your average big 10 teams. I I'm sorry. I'll take the Sunbelt teams to beat them. A lot of them put that shit in a neutral site. I will. I think the middle of the pack in the big 10 is awful. I think it's the worst out of all the power five conferences. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's just my take there. At number seven, I got JMU. They played the most road games in the country. They're undefeated on the road. They're only losses into overtime and they're eight and one eight and one. That is the most, they have the most wins in all of college football against team six and six or better. And it's substantial. There's only one team that's close. We'll talk about it a little bit. Um, yeah, I I feel like they're well deserving. Uh, number six, I got the Alabama Crimson Tide. You actually dive into to Alabama, even though it's a little distorted for that bullshit true road game at South Florida. Even though that was like a fifty-fifty, and they only scheduled that because they knew they could have majority of the fans or half the fans. Uh, but as far it's where South Florida plays their home games, we're going to honor it as, as that uh, Bama's five and zero on the road, eight and one against power five teams. Now, Ohio state. Yes. Does have played more power five teams. They should be rewarded for that. However, however, I would argue that uh, Bama is undefeated on the road and their only loss was to Texas at home. Uh, I know you could say, well, Ohio state only lost at Michigan. Yeah, but it's the other body of work. Your second best win is uh, is for Ohio State is is what Notre Dame or Penn State, which I actually would put no, like on my rankings. Penn State is there. I believe if Notre Dame and Penn State played each other, I would actually take Notre Dame. Um, but I think Bama's strength of schedule, when you add in some of the other spots, the fact they went to a Group of Five on the road against South Florida. Uh, the fact they took down Tennessee with the winning record, uh, who I believe is substantially better than say Northwestern who Ohio state got uh, it. It speaks to me that Alabama 
should be ranked where they are. And I know you could make the argument, um, but I still think Bama has been better on the road than Ohio State this year. Let's go. Give me Crimson Tide. Number five, Texas. How could you put Alabama above Texas? You should not be able to. Anyone arguing that's a fucking idiot. Alabama lost by double digits at home to Texas. Enough said. All right. But Texas resume is absolutely fantastic, actually. When you look at this, they didn't play an FCS. Hmm. All those other uh, teams that with one loss, Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, all played an FCS. JMU played an FCS. Texas sitting back there saying, nope, we don't need that. They are nine and one against power five opponents, which is more than Alabama, right? They're also five and zero on the road. They're also seven and one against team six and six and better folks. That is really good. That's the, one of the closest to uh, JMU's eight shout out to the Texas Longhorns. Well-deserving right there. At number four, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. Wait a second. How could you put Georgia at number four? They're number one and everyone else as well. They've, they've played the least amount of road games out of anyone on this entire fucking sheet <laughs> out of anyone in the top 25, they've played the least amount of road games. Also, they only played nine power fives. Now there is an argument to be said about the team I have above them only playing eight. We'll get to that in a second, but they played an FCS. Uh, they are five and zero against team six and six or better. That is the same as Liberty. Yes. The other teams that are undefeated all have more wins against teams six and six or better. That is my logic. So let's get to the real thing here. How could I have Michigan ahead of Georgia? Yes. Michigan clocks hit at number three. Let's compare the resumes here. Road wins, Michigan five, Georgia four power five wins, Georgia nine, nine and no Michigan eight. No, however, Michigan did not play an FCS. I reward that uh, also wins against team six and six or better. Michigan six and zero. Georgia is five and zero. So jo- Michigan has actually played better competition throughout the whole year than Georgia. Let's go. That speaks for itself. I think this is a pretty fucking honest and fair system. But number two, I got the Washington Huskies. The logic here is uh, Washington with those wins surpass. I know they were further back. Not, not long ago. They're they're five. They're, they're, they have five road wins. Once again, more than Georgia. They're also nine and zero uh, against P fives. I'm sorry. They're ten and zero against P fives. Where Georgia is nine and zero. That should matter. They are also uh, seven and zero. First off, they didn't play an FCS, which Georgia did. They're also seven and zero against teams six and six or better compared to Georgia's five and zero. There should be no argument about this Washington's resume. And for this college football season, much better than Georgia's at number one, I got the Florida state Seminoles. Yes. I understand their quarterbacks injured, but I don't give a shit. Look at what they have done. Five road wins, 10 and zero against power fives. They did play an FCS and that's why you could argue this. You could argue that they, that Washington should be number one especially when they played an FCS, you could argue that Washington, actually we should probably change that just because of when they did it, but uh, they have the same record seven and zero against teams that are six and six or better. I actually just think I just convinced myself that Washington should be number one and Florida state should be number two. For some reason, I think I was thinking that uh, that Florida state did not play an FCS, even though my notes say it right there. 
yeah. So I'm going to flip that. Boom. The Washington Huskies are number one. Florida state is number two. That is the correct database top 25. As I think Washington currently has the best resume folks subscribe to the college football experience. Tell me if I'm a fucking jackass, bring it on. I'd love to argue this because I think my, my logic is way better than anything we've seen out there. Sure. Conflict of interest. Sure. Uh, what are you doing? Subscribe to the college football experience. We're on Twitter at uh, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Tell me your thoughts and what would this do? Let's talk about this for a second. Moving forward. If it's like that, then you have Washington one, Florida state two, Michigan, three, Georgia, four. Obviously if those four teams win, that should be your fucking playoffs. But uh, if not, let's say Florida state loses to Louisville. I think that would mean Florida state's eliminated for the four team invitational. That is uh, so I can't wait till it gets bigger because four is so ridiculous. Well, I actually think Washington's got a legit argument if they lose to Oregon, uh, obviously depending on everything else, there's so many scenarios here. A, a very good fan base is going to get fucked over or, you know, multiple ones, but it's all fascinating folks. Uh, yeah. Shout out to 3802 in the chat fear. Uh, fuck the ducks. He says, and uh, he says, EJ Warner to ECU. Let's go uh, folks subscribe to the college football experience. Appreciate everyone in the chat and uh, look dantabase.com. I'm so dantabase.com. I'm fucking stupid right now. Uh, this is the database top 25. Give us a follow sports gambling podcast.com. Make sure you jump over to YouTube, subscribe there. YouTube.com slash the college experience. And yes, we'll be back in about an hour in about 10 minutes talking uh, me, Patty C NC, Nick going through every single one of the conference championship matchups, as well as the FCS playoffs. We got you covered as we head into, you know, December for college football uh, until then. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.